0: Hello, I'm Bruce Sinclair and welcome to this podcast from Jordan Hill Parish Church during which we will share in reading, reflection and music for Sunday the 27th of December, the first Sunday after Christmas. Today our sermon is preached by the Right Reverend Dr. Martin Fair, moderator of the General Assembly of the Church of Scotland and our hymn is sung by Patricia Hunter accompanied by George Knight.
1: As we watched a dead off oh.
0: today is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, reading from verse 22 through to verse 40. We listen for God's Word. When the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, they brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it's written in the law of the Lord, It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he was the Lord's Messiah. Guided by the Spirit, Simeon came into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary under the law, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Master, now you are dismissing your servant in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to your people Israel. And the child's father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them, and said to his mother Mary, This child is destined for the falling and the rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, so that the inner thoughts of many will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Thaniel, of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age, having lived with her husband for seven years after her marriage, then as a widow to the age of 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped there with fasting and prayer, night and day. At that moment she came and began to praise God and to speak about the child to all who were looking for the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favour of God was upon him. Thanks be to God for the reading of his word.
2: Of the matter is that I know very little about art. I don't come at it with a critical eye. The most I know is that there are different genres, different time periods, some of which I'm drawn to, others less so. But beyond that, my response to art is very much a gut reaction. Certain pictures I like And others I don't Simple as that So my knowledge base is very limited. But I think I know this, that to properly appreciate a painting, you've got to step back. If we're too close, it's difficult, if not impossible, to see properly. If I'm going to see the big picture, everything that the artist intended, Yes, I need to step back, it's a matter of perspective. These two pictures illustrate the point perfectly. If you hone right in on one particular piece of the painting, you might think it's a painting of a dog, but in fact, the dog is just a small part of something that is much bigger in scale. You will not get that unless you step back, unless you get everything in perspective. If it's true that we need to step back to fully appreciate a painting, then I'd want to suggest that it's equally true for all of life as we try to see it in its fullness and, if at all possible, make sense of it. And if you really want to begin to ponder the big questions about what's it about and where's God in all of it, then absolutely, you need to step back. Stopping it might be difficult, but certainly we can slow down and understand that we are in a long game, not a sprint. I want to suggest that we need to do the following. We need to pause. We need to be patient. We need to focus on the permanent and not just the passing and we need to persist. Number one, pause. Which can be so difficult when life is lived at such a pace. There seems to be little time to step back. I think many folks have worked harder in these last nine months than ever before. And if not in offices and in workplaces, then from one Zoom meeting to the next, go, go, go. Friends, take some time to pause. Even in the midst of the busyness, it's good to pause for a moment to appreciate that which is a little more enduring than most of what competes for our attention. God makes good on every promise. God is completing the big picture. It's just that his timescales are of a different order to ours. That's why we have to be patient. When I phone a business or a call centre, I want someone to pick up right away, not to tell me I'm in a queue when I'm web browsing. I want instant connection. Don't show me the wee arrow going round and round, and don't even start with traffic jams or ScotRail is sorry to inform you that your train is delayed by half an hour. I mean, I've got a life to live, stuff to do, people to see, places to go. You know, I'm in a hurry. Let's get this thing moving. Reading the Bible, I never get the impression that God was in too much of a hurry. Think about Abram, for example. He was 75 years old when the promise was made to him, a promise repeated three times, that he would be the father of a great nation. Don't you think that maybe in the 25 years between promise and fulfillment that he began to wonder if it was going to come to pass or what about the people of god in exile 70 years removed from jerusalem you think they wondered do you think they doubted maybe whether or not god was going to come through for them or the thousand years between David and Jesus. No, God's not in any hurry. He's working on the big picture and that requires us to be patient in trusting him. So we pause, we be patient, and we remember that that which is permanent is equally as deserving of our attention as that which is passing. Now, of course, this modern day building is much more recent, but there is evidence that there's been Christian worship here for 1300 years. Can you imagine what's happened through all of that time? Why people have worshiped on this site, there have been wars, famines, plagues, revolutions, reformations, unions, ups and downs, comings and goings, blessings and curses, sin and salvation, all of life and death even today, all of life streams past this holy place. And the backdrop to all of that, the eternal God, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, we're reminded we blossom and flourish as leaves on the tree and wither and perish, but not changeth thee. Much passes, but much remains. So there was Simeon, a God-fearing man, waiting for the salvation of his people. How long he waited, we've no idea. But he never gave up on the promise made to him by the Spirit that he would not die before seeing the Messiah, the coming of the Lord. The grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord endures forever, Simeon persisted, and beside him, Anna, the old prophetess, no doubt written off by many as an old fool, there she was, worshipping, fasting, praying, waiting, trusting that God would deliver on his promise that's persistence.
1: I you, sir, sir? Thank you. Thank
0: you very much. No
2: Folks, the big picture is that God always keeps his word. Abraham and Sarah were able to have a son. The exiled peoples were able to return to Jerusalem and there to build the city walls. And a descendant of David was born, Jesus, Emmanuel. And Anna and Simeon were able to see that for which they had waited so long. Simeon declared, For mine eyes have seen The glory that you have revealed, which you have prepared. What about us? Will we pause? Will we exercise patience? Will we keep an eye fixed on the permanent and not just that which is passing? And like Anna and Simeon, will we persist that we might see that God is acting, that God is with us? that the salvation of the Lord is among us, that his kingdom is coming little by little for those who have eyes to see. I know in the thick of it, it can be difficult, but let us step back that we might see the whole scene of what God has done, of what God is doing right now and of what God will do in all the days to come. That's the big picture. Amen. And may God bless us
0: in our reflecting. Let us pray. Almighty and loving God, we give thanks for this season of Christmas, a time to rejoice in the birth of Jesus Christ and to reflect on faith and celebration and recommit ourselves to a way of prayer and life. O God of cradle and stable, we pray for our world, the world that your Son came into. We pray for the places which cry out for help, from loneliness or fear, from hardship or disaster, from politics of oppression and for those places and people who struggle with the enormity of life and find everything so overwhelming at this time that it shudders them to a halt. This past year has shown us, O God, how much we value the support that we receive from our health service and health professionals the encouragement and hope that we can also give one another, neighbour helping neighbour, family and friends supporting one another, and has also opened our eyes to a new appreciation of the values and the gifts that so many people have. At this time, between Christmas gatherings and thoughts of the new year, between gift unwrapping and cleaning up, between longing and thanksgiving, between endings and beginnings, between dismay and joy, between sacred and ordinary, we pause and we pray that all may see the world with the eyes of wonder of the newborn Christ, with a loving heart of God's act of self-giving. We pray that 2021 will be a year when we can heal all that has been broken, And build up that which has been brought low. We pause and we pray that we might all treat one another with the honour and respect that Mary and Joseph had, the shepherds and the wise ones had, and that the angels and all the heavenly choir all showed to that tiny child. In the months ahead we renew our hopes to care not just for one another, but also for the planet on which we live. Give us the concern and wisdom that we need to refresh that vision. O God, show us once again how to be a people of faith, able to share your good news and light with the world as we venture into a new year. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and for ever. Amen. By the tender mercy of our God, love has broken upon and into our world, Light is given where once there was darkness, and hope where there was only death. We go now into this season knowing that God will guide our feet into the way of peace. Thank you for listening to our service on this podcast. And now, may the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and all those you love this day and every day. Amen.